0: 1 John chapter 4 and uh, verse 7. He writes, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Let's pray together. God, we uh, always pray... Over Your Word. Uh, God, we pray that You would speak life and truth and hope into each one of our lives today. Uh, that You would move mountains of hatred or bitterness or uh, dissension or, or just depression or whatever it might be, God, in our lives that keeps us from loving You. From realizing the wonder and the majesty of all You are and how wonderfully beautiful is the Gospel of Jesus Christ that he came down as our blood sacrifice and died on the cross for our sins and God we ask you to open our minds and open our hearts to your truth today and let us love one another empower us to love in Jesus name amen amen you may be seated today and I always encourage you to keep your Bible open today we're we're going to cover 7 through 21 today in 1 in, uh, in John, uh, and I want, to, I want you to think about what's in your tank. Um, what's in your tank? When you uh, pull up to the gas pump, you have options.
1: <laughs>
0: Unless you're in Walnut Springs and then you don't have any options, you just have unleaded or diesel, right? But in in, uh, most other gas pumps, you have regular or you have plus or you have premium gas. Or if you get to somewhere like Granberry, you might even have a flex fuel option, which is like an ethanol mixed with gas. Uh, Your your car has to be specially designed for that or whatever. Or you have the option of filling up with diesel. Um, And so when I look at that, I just look at expensive, more expensive, most expensive. And I'm like, I think I'll go with the less expensive and just take my chances and see what happens later on down the road, right? But we have, uh, we have options, but the choice a person makes about what you put in the tank um, it, it depends on what type of engine you have, right? It may depend on your budget for gasoline and fuel, or uh, it may depend on you know your vehicle, how much you, how long you want to drive your vehicle, or or whatever it might be. Um, and uh, but if you put the wrong fuel in the tank, it matters, right? The engine's not gonna run. It's gonna cause the engine to have, uh, you know, maybe to run really rough or to have internal damage. And so when it comes to filling up, it's very important to pay attention to what you put in the tank, to what you put in the tank. For example, right after uh, I graduated from high school uh, and a, a friend of mine got this brand new job in the oil field. I grew up in Odessa, so he's got this new job. and. And one of the perks of the job is he gets to drive this big old diesel truck, this truck with this powerful diesel engine. And so, uh, you know, he was probably 18 or 19, so he was excited. Here he was, this big shot, got his first job. And, uh, and so he, uh, he, uh, he, you know, in the oil field, you, everything's, you got to do it now. It's got to happen fast. It needed to be there yesterday. And so he's on his way to a, to a, to a job site, and, uh, and he had to fill up. And so he'd never had a diesel truck before, so just out of habit, he gets there and he grabs the gas and he fills that whole diesel truck up with unleaded gasoline, tops off the tank, and uh, and then he shuts it down. And then he realizes when it won't start, Uh (laughs) uh-oh, what have I done, right? And so he's really embarrassed, and he's got to call his boss and tell him this truck's not going anywhere. That company has to call a guy out to pump all that fuel um out of that truck and of course the rest of his day was pretty much shot um i don't think he got fired but uh but (laughs) i should have i don't know uh but it matters what you put in the tank right it's not gonna go and god created us to live and thrive on his love on his love when we fill our tanks with his love we're empowered to love one another For love is from God, John writes, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. So think about that for a minute. When we fill our tanks with His love, we are empowered to love one another. Whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. But when a person does not love, if you don't have that love in your heart, If it just doesn't happen, it's just never there. It's because the engine running your life is not an engine built by God. And that's something we need to take seriously and we need to think about. If my engine doesn't run on love, it's because it's not an engine built by God. And no matter how much religion I pour in it or how many hymns I sing or how much money I give, it's not going to change what my engine is made of. It's not going to change the fact that it's not going to run on God's love. And, uh, and so anyone who does not love, John writes, does not know God because God is love. Think about that again. Anyone who does not love, so has a continuous lifestyle of no love, they don't know God. Because God is love. Love. To really love the way God created us to, we need a new engine. And that's an important thing to remember, an engine that is built by God's master mechanic, and that's His Son, Jesus Christ. John writes, In this the love of God is made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. Think about that verse again. In this, the love of God is made manifest among us. So God's love is made known among us. How do we know what God's love is? We see it in Jesus Christ. He sent Jesus into this world so that we might live through Him. We live through Jesus Christ. When we give up that old engine that's powered by the world the flesh, the devil, that engine that we're born with, when we give up that engine and we say, God, take it out, it's yours. It's full of filth. If you've ever taken apart an old, dirty engine, it's full of grime. It, it, uh, it's it's going to stain when you take it out. right? Your hands are going to be filthy. Your clothes are going to be filthy. But Jesus, it's all I have. And I offer it up to you. I don't want it anymore. Then God drops in a new engine. Because that old engine can't love Him. That old engine can't love others the way He created us to, right? He says, in this is love. Not that we have loved God. That old engine can't love God, but that He loved us. And He sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. And that big word, propitiation, means blood sacrifice that Jesus Christ poured His life out for us so that he could give us a new engine when we have a new engine inside and we fill our tanks with the love of God through Jesus Christ guess what's going to happen we ought to love one another we ought to love one another God's love fills our tanks and our engines run smoothly it runs like it's supposed to and that's an awesome thing. That's a wonderful thing. We ought to love one another, he says. An engine that is operating correctly is going to produce exhaust. And that exhaust is coming from, you know, the, the engine of a believer is going to be the love of God manifested among us through his son, Jesus Christ. Our exhaust is going to fill the world with the Holy Spirit of God. Just like all the vehicles are, are filling the world with exhaust, right? And that's creating whatever uh, the environment tell, you know, the environmentalists tell you or whatever. Christians who are built with an engine by Jesus Christ, we're going to be filling this world with His love. Listen to 2 Corinthians 2, 14-16. He writes, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal per- procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. That's, we spread the fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus Christ everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved. And among those who are perishing. To one, a fragrance from death to death. To the other, a fragrance from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? As our engines run on the love of God through the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, that's where He built our engine. When we fill our tanks with the love of God, we produce the fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus Christ everywhere. So, what is the exhaust of a believer? What is it? Well, Jesus says it's our mouth. Right? The exhaust for the believer is our mouth. Matthew 15, 18. But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. So the exhaust in my life is my mouth. What's coming out of my mouth tells me what engine I've got inside. Tells me what's going on in my life. When we tell others that God the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world, when we abide in God by continually filling our tanks with the love of Jesus Christ and sharing His love with others, we're like a smooth running engine in God's ears. We're spreading the fragrance of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. But when bad fuel or the wrong type of fuel gets into an engine, Bad things happen, don't they? It makes bad noises. And that's how Satan loves to steal and kill and destroy in the church. If you have a worldly engine in your life and you try to pour Scripture in it and you try to pour prayer in it and you try to pretend to be a church-going person, you might be here, you might attend, you might sing the songs, but it ain't going to run your life is going to spit and it's going to sputter and it's going to backfire and it's going to go nowhere. It's just going to have the appearance of godliness, but it's not going to have any power, any authority behind it. John writes, so we have come to know and to believe the love God has for us. God is love." Whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is God's love perfected within us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as He is, so also, so is also we, we are in this world. Because as He is, so also we are in this world. It takes a new engine in your heart, To know and to believe the love God has given us through His Son, Jesus Christ. It takes a new engine. Jesus said you have to be born again. In Christ we are a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. It takes a new engine to keep that engine running smoothly. I must fill it with the free flow and love of God, pumped into my life by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone. God's engine's not going to run on your good works. It's not going to run on your good looks. It's not going to run on your good tithes or whatever else it is. It will. It you know. It's going to produce good works. It's going to produce good things in your life, but it's not going to run on those things. It's not, you know, it produces those things. God's engines won't run on, on any of that. Right? It won't run on big ties, but God's engine will produce a cheerful giver, right? God's engine won't run on good works, but it will produce good works. It won't run on our tears. It won't run on our talents. It won't run on our plea bargains. God's engine won't run on any of those things. I meet people like that all the time. Oh, if God would just do this or that, I've promised Him I'm going to do... God's engine doesn't run on plea bargains. The engine of God that He's going to give you is built by the blood of Jesus Christ. And it will not run on anything but God's love. And on the day of judgment, God isn't going to kick the tires... And just take your word for it that your engine was running on His love when you parked it. Don't you love those advertisements? I've got this tractor for sale for this high price, and it was was running five years ago when we parked it, right? God's not going to fall for that. He's not going to believe you just because you take your word from that. When we stand before God in judgment, He's going to do a lot more than kick the tires. He's going to pop the hood. He's going to inspect that engine. He's going to look for the VIN number. And it better be stamped, built for Peyton Joyner by Jesus Christ. right? Built for for Freddie Mora by Jesus Christ. It better have that stamp of Jesus Christ on it. And when I know Jesus Christ is the engine running my life, I have confidence for the day of judgment. For there is no fear in love, and perfect love of God casts out fear. My new engine tells me that although God is holy and righteous and truly fearsome, anybody that meets God or even some of the angels of God in the Bible, they fall on their face, and they have to be told, do not fear. God is fearsome, but He is love." And he, in this passage reminds me that He loved me first. Even with my old, dirty engine, He loved me. And when I experience that first love of God, and when I love others because He first loved me, I'm going to love others before they love me because God loved me before I loved Him. But if a person says, I love God, this passage says, but hates his brother, but hates another person, that person is a liar. You can brag all you want about the engine you have, about how it's going to perform, but if it doesn't do it, right? If it can't spin the tires, if it can't get down the road, it doesn't matter how much bragging you do. This is the commandment we have from Jesus Christ. Whoever loves God must also love his brother, must love his sister. And we see from the life of Jesus, must love even his enemy. So as we close today, I challenge you, do do a thorough inspection of the engine in your life. Who built it? How does it run? What does it run on? What's in the tank? What's coming out of the exhaust? Is your engine built with love specifically for you by the master builder, Jesus Christ? Or are you still powered by the engine that you were born with? We're born with an engine that doesn't run on the love of God, that doesn't take us anywhere eternally. There must be an engine swap for you to know God and to truly believe that He loves us that He sent His Son to be the sacrifice for our sin. And I encourage you today, ask God to give you a new engine. Confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. Believe that God raised Him from the dead. Ask Him to wash out that old tank to fill you up with His love and to never stop, never stop going back for more. What does your car do if you stop going to the gas station? doesn't go anywhere, does it? It's going to run out of fuel and not work anymore. we got to always go back to God. So we're going to go over these sermon notes one more time for y'all that are taking notes. Number one, what we put in the tank matters. Just like what you put in the gas tank of your vehicle matters. What you put in the tank matters. Is what you're filling your life with glorifying God? Is it drawing you closer to God? Is it Helping you to become a more loving person, a more graceful person, a more forgiving person, a more God-honoring, Christ-exalting person. What you put in the tank matters. When believers fill their tank with the love of God, they're empowered to love one another. God's love is going to create power. It does it. And if you don't have power in your life, if you're not growing in love for others in your life, it's because you don't have God's love in your life. Is, your en- is the engine running your life built by God through Jesus Christ? There's an engine you're born with, but it don't work on the love of God. And it's not going to take you anywhere eternally. You've got to have an engine that is built through the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. When a person does not love, it's because the engine running their life is not built by God. It's that simple. When I allow hatred, I'm not just talking about feelings of hate sometimes or struggling with with emotions, but I'm talking about an outright hatred, long-term hatred for somebody. When I allow that to go on and it's unchecked and I don't repent of it, then there's something wrong. There's something wrong. And I better check the hood. Am I truly saved? Have I truly given my life to Jesus Christ? Have I been truly born again? Just going through motions doesn't give me a new engine. I've got to surrender it all to Him. I've got to truly live my life for Him. So to love the way God created us to, we need a new engine. And when we have a new engine inside of us, and we filled our tanks with the love of God through Jesus Christ, we ought to love one another. When we love one another, God fills our tanks and our engine runs smoothly. A believer who fills their tank with the love of God in Jesus Christ will produce the fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus everywhere you go. Just like a car engine, it's running and it's creating exhaust everywhere it goes. So is our life. So is our mouth. So are our thoughts and the way we treat people and the way we live in this world. It is creating exhaust. It's creating the fragrance of Jesus Christ. So is your engine built with love specifically for you by the master builder Jesus Christ? Or are you still powered by the engine you were born with? There must be an engine swap for you to know God, to truly believe that He loves us and sent His Son to be the sacrifice for our sins. you got to have a new engine. you got to become a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. So I encourage you today, if you have that old engine and you know it's not fueled by the things of God, ask Him to give you a new engine today. Repent of your sin and ask Jesus Christ into your life today. Confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. Believe God raised Him from the dead. Ask Him to wash out that old tank and to fill you up with His love. And then never stop going back for more. Never stop going back for more. Continually, every day, we must live our lives for Jesus Christ. I always need more of Him. I always... Long for more of His grace, more of His love, more of His mercy to keep me going day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. I keep going back for more of His love and His grace and His mercy and His power and His strength. What's in your tank today? As we close with this time of invitation, if you know your tank's filthy and you need a cleaning today and you're a believer But you know the wrong fuel, ask God to move it, get rid of it, offer it up to Him, and get that fresh fuel today that we could go out, spread the fragrance of Jesus Christ this week everywhere that we go. Or if you know you're lost today, you know that God's put a burden on your heart and you need to be saved. You need a new engine. And God's warning you, He's drawing you to salvation, don't reject Him today. Ask Him to save you. Make a commitment, a covenant with Him today that from this day forward, you're going to live for Him with His power, through His strength, with the engine that He is going to give you. So let's close today with a word of prayer and then we'll enter into our time of invitation. God, we thank You that You have an engine for each one of us that will fuel us in this life, that will power us through this life, that will help us to produce the fragrance of Jesus Christ everywhere we go, that will help us to become more and more loving as the years go by, that will help us to finish the race with faithfulness and strength and power, no matter what may come in this life. And God, we we are just so humbled by that truth that we get a new engine that will never fail us. And the power of the Holy Spirit that will never leave us. And we just pray today for those that are still in that engine they're born with and they need to be saved today. Draw them to the salvation today. Help them realize today that all they have to do is talk to You. Repent of their sin and trust in You and invite You into their life and enter into that lifelong covenant with You. Help them, God, today to pray to be saved, to turn to You before it's too late, before that day of judgment comes, that they would be born again through mercy, through grace, by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ alone, they would be born again. And as believers today, if our lives are backfiring and spitting and sputtering and not what You've created us to be because we're pouring in the wrong stuff. Help us to repent of that today and get clean today so that we're out here doing what You've created us to do, going where You've called us to go, running like You've created us to run, powered by Your love. So as we close today, God, help us to sing this invitation hymn with a heart of humility and just crying out for more of Your love today. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen.